Welcome in, Falcons fans, to the first episode. Well, to be honest, it's the second first episode. Of the second, out- third episode. <laughs> of, yeah. of Out of Your Falcon Mind, a Atlanta Falcons fan cast. My name is John Yates, and unlike the first recording, I'm, I'm actually saying my name. Um, we did this yesterday <laughs> and we had a few, few hiccups to say the least, um, a few hiccups. and my, uh, the, the other voice you hear is my co-host, uh, Mike Cottrell. How y'all doing? Mike, how you doing, man? How's your day been? I'm doing good, man. Uh, y'all, we got to poke a little fun at ourselves. It took us like an hour yesterday just to plug everything up properly. Then we did this already. And we fumbled the football. So we're just doing it again to, yeah, you, you know, know give I mean, you guys a quality product. A little bit better hands today, I think, you know. So yeah. You know, a little, few little things to clean up, you know, like That's I said. Right, I, man, we're going to get it right. Yeah, I listened to, uh, you know, we, we got a good, I guess it was about a, almost an hour episode, you know, recorded. And yeah. um, I listened to it this morning and, uh, yeah, I didn't say my name once. And I said the name of the podcast once. And, uh yeah, I didn't, wasn't I didn't, very good, you guys. I, I didn't. I didn't give out the content. The actual football content was pretty. Was solid. awesome. It was awesome. Solid. I mean, uh, we you had know, a I, great one yesterday. I think I said, "Hey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram," and I didn't give their damn names. So uh, our our, our, ta- our you know our handles. So you know that's. Uh, so you couldn't follow us. You mm-hmm. couldn't. No, you just had to just look out there. So that being said, I did give out our email address, which was uh, solid. But I'm gonna go ahead and do that and get it out of the way now because. We want you guys to email us. We want you guys to interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever. So uh, we'll start off with our email address. It is atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is going to be, or it is, out of your effing, out of, out of your, A-O-U-T-T-A, your F-N mind. And if you follow now, you could be our 10th follower um and because you know we're relatively new and on instagram it's just out of your falcon mind so easy to find on ig um and we've got a few posts and we've uh we we, we tweeted a little bit during the, some games this year we're going to get more into that um to, to give you guys a little bit of background we planned on starting this pod really early summer so you know right after the draft so we could talk about the draft we could talk about we plan on talking about DQ and TD, the era that that was uh, that, um, and we still we'll, we'll get into that a little bit today. But mm-hmm. um, but you know we both run businesses and we just couldn't. I mean it was just insane summer for both of us, so we couldn't get time mm-hmm. to get it rolling. But you know what we then we set a date, and then uh, me and my family uh, were uh, we got COVID that that's that sucked, and uh, so the date we planned on recording I couldn't because I was just wanted to lay around and sleep. But we got uh, rid of that, and uh, we're good to go now. We had, a, we had a lot of hurdles, but we came. <laughs> a lot of we hurdles. Here. We've arrived. But we finally, yeah. We've we arrived. Really, yep, that's right. So um, basically, uh, what we wanted to do is uh, use this episode to kind of introduce ourselves about who we are, uh, how we became Falcons fans, how I became friends, um, kind of how what we want to accomplish with this podcast. Um, so... And, you know, we'll talk a, a little bit of stuff about we'll go over the Super Bowl 28-3 because this is something that as oh. Falcons fans and as, you know, as a podcast, I think we just got to go ahead and Mike's tearing up already. Um, mm. You know, we have to cover that just to get it out of the way because, that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's the most, I mean, worst, most uh, known part of our history, I guess now. It has to be, right? That's what we're famous for. 
yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately. And, um, you know, a little bit of the um, expectations that we have for Arthur Smith and his, uh, his staff. And then, so we're getting a little bit of that, but um, to start it out. Uh, so who, who we are, uh, Mike and I met 2009, 2010-ish, somewhere around there. So um, mm-hmm. I had just moved back to Atlanta uh, from Las Vegas, originally from here. Um, actually born in Virginia, raised sort of a Redskins fan. Um, and then when we moved down to Atlanta, I was three years old. So I, you know, I, I had no allegiance at that point. I was just kind of raised mm-hmm. that way. And then, but, you know, we lived just outside the perimeter and obviously the Falcons were, no, they weren't bad. They were actually pretty good. You know, this was 91, 92 when I started paying attention mm-hmm. to, to football and they were good enough to make it to the NFC championship game against the Redskins. And so mm-hmm. I was kind of mm-hmm. at a crossroads. I'm like, man, I got to, you know, both the teams here that I kind of like. So I went ahead and picked the Falcons and of course they lost. Um, but in the skins went on to win the Super Bowl. But um, that's kind of how I started becoming a Falcons fan. And then I just, you know, I was kind of already a Braves fan, already a Hawks fan, a uh, huge Dominique fan at the time. And so I was, you know, just went ahead and just went all Atlanta. And, you know, since we, since I lived here, they ended up going to Georgia State University. I uh, graduated back in 2006 and uh, moved out to Vegas, moved back to Atlanta about three years later. Uh, and that's when happened to me, Mike. And Mike, you can explain. And so listen, let me tell y'all, here's what me and John have in common. And you got to really understand how cool this is. He was born in like the DMV area. And so was I, like I, I'm from there. So the team we supposed to be rooting for is the Washington Redskins or the Washington football team. Is it now? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be correct. And we both started to uh, like the Atlanta Falcon team. So the team was states away from us. I don't know how that happened, but I'll tell you how it happened for me. Um, I used to, uh, I used to not like football. I thought it was an extremely boring sport until I saw Deion Sanders play. I saw Deion, uh, He used to be dancing. He was high stepping. He showed off a lot. He had on jewelry. He had on bandanas. I'm from the hood, so I could relate to him like nobody else. Uh, I thought he was the coolest person I had ever seen. And that team was uh, coached by Jerry Glanville. We had uh, Andre Risen. It was a lot of people that show off and like to dance and have fun. And they had um, MC Hammer was on the sideline. I'm seeing this for the first time as a child. It blew my mind. I have been a Falcon fan ever since I was a child, since I saw that. Um, I moved to the state of Georgia in 2009, and it's been a treat ever since. I've seen all of Matt Ryan's games he ever played. Um, I've been fortunate enough to go to see my team play in person, which I know it's a lot of people across the world. If you don't live in the state that your team plays in, you never get to see. It's been a spectacular experience getting to see them play live. and me and John worked at the same school. So uh, we used to call John white chocolate at work. You know, he was the coolest <laughs> man, white dude I had ever seen. Uh, and me and him been like, man, brothers ever since that time um, that we worked there, school will go unnamed. Um, yes. But then he went his way out and I went my way, but we stayed friends. And that's how you got this podcast. And we both love Atlanta Falcons. Oh, love yeah. Them. yeah when man, we- lose a draw. Yep. And I mean, we, you know, over the years since we, you know, we were, t- we talk about it every, every Sunday, you know, we're texting each other, calling each other, whatever the case may be, you know, and, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, 
during the Super Bowl. Well, actually, well, I guess we could just transition right into that, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but let's just uh, get it out the way. Gonna, yeah. So the, the the day and the night of the Super Bowl, you know, I don't know. We didn't really know. Like we were confident because of how the offense had played all year long. Yeah. We thought we could hang with anybody because we were scoring thirty plus points a game. You know, mm-hmm. defense was good. It was it take, they'd take the ball away, but they weren't gonna. You know, they weren't like a, a Baltimore Ravens two thousand. Right. No. Defense, right. You know what I mean. Right. So it was we we were we were confident, but knowing the history of it, I mean, you know, like I said, me being a Braves fan and a Hawks fan, and you know, knowing the history of it, some of Atlanta sports, I mean, we were cautiously optimistic, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I try not to let myself get too uh, caught up in it, and I try to let it play out because. You know, you've just been hurt so many times. It's like, man, I can't, I can't do it again. I can't get, I can't get sucked in. So, but you know what? When Robert Alford got the interception and scored and ran it back, I think I texted you then and you, or we texted each other and you were like, mm-hmm. man, we're, we're doing it. We're going to win. I'm like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. we are going to win. This is it, you know? And uh, that, I don't know, that, I don't think that was, we probably texted a few more times, but then like in the third, fourth, when it started kind of going the opposite way, I got this feeling in my gut, man. I was just like, we're going to lose this damn game mm-hmm. and because it just, it was like things started lining up, you know, Devonte misses a block, you know, and, and uh, we were snapping the, snapping the ball with 20 seconds on the clock, which I mean, you, you know, I still can't on a play clock. The yeah. Play clock. yeah. Yeah. And I, and I mean, it was just time after time. I'm like, what are we doing? So um, I don't think we text each other um, until the next day. Because, and we um, text, here's, here's why that's critical is we text, all throughout the games, mm-hmm. all throughout. It's a hundred yep. text men. I think he he wasn't texting me and I wasn't texting him. We were nervous. Oh, yeah. And we don't want to call it. Now, what he's a lot better at than, at than me. John knows how to reel himself in and he knows who he's watching. So <laughs> he, he he's going to limit his expectations. I think I'm watching the greatest team of all time per week, every game, no matter we suck. So when we get a lead, I think, oh, we got this. I'm talking trash. I am thinking, oh, man, we amazing. And every time I told John a few times, if being a Falcon fan is like dating a stripper, you like, you know, it's a bad idea. You're going to get hurt, you know, and you do it anyway, you know, and you end up getting hurt. And I just and man, it hurts bad. Yeah, it really does, man. I, but uh, that Super Bowl was uh, devastating for us. I know for me as a fan, um, it it really bothered me to see that. Again, uh, I was hurt for myself. Um, just because when you're a fan of a team uh, and you've been a fan of a team, like a real fan of a team since you was a child, you feel like you're on the team or like you're a part of it. And when you lose a big game, you feel like you lost. And you, when you win, you feel like you win. You feel like I was nervous, like I was playing in the game yeah. when I was watching the game. So I was invested in it my whole life. I've been a fan of one team. I'm, me and John are not people who switch back and forth teams. Uh-huh. Like when we suck, we still a Falcon fan. So to ha- happen and lose, it was devastating. And then second, um, I was devastated for Matt Ryan. I just know that the way... Um, the way that people view quarterbacks is I'm going to tell you something he played well enough to win a Super Bowl ring. Had he got a Super Bowl ring, he would be viewed entirely different than now that he doesn't have it. 
that I don't want that to harm Matt Ryan. I feel like he's an amazing player, and I feel like he would have went to an elite category if he'd have won that one Super Bowl. And the fact that coaching cost us that Super Bowl, I don't believe right now he's viewed as elite. Yeah, no, you're right. And, I mean, that's, you know, you look at the stats he's put up since he came in the league, and, I mean, it's one, two, three, four in passing, completions, all this. And everything. And, you know, in that game in particular, I mean, he did what he had to do. Now, granted, I mean, I don't know if he's somebody's in his ear or not, but and I, and I will criticize him for this, that one I already said, already said about the, the leaving the time on the clock, but you can't you, do that. You got to realize that, you know, you, you guys got to hang on to the ball because, you know, you can't mm-hmm. get it back to Brady and this, and this team when your defense no. is already tired. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, you know, that that's, that's one thing I, I will criticize, but um, like you said, he, he's not the reason we lost that game. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you look down at, uh, you know, the, the play calls, of course, I mean, it's been ex- discussed at nauseum, you know, across the town and the sports radio and everything, but you look at, I mean, I, I mean, and the Shanahan, you know, his, his offense got us there, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, I guess thankful for that. Right. But like, when you get to that uh, point in the game, it doesn't matter like how you played the entire game. Cause I think that was, that was kind of his explanation was, well, you know, that's not our offense. Our offense is, you know, he wanted to keep shoving it down the field, you know, and at that mm-hmm. point in the game, we just needed a field goal. That's all we needed to mm-hmm. that pretty much. Mm-hmm. That had been 11 point lead that pretty much would have iced the game at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And, but you, you don't, you know, you go to three straight passes and, and then, you know, Matt gets in, ends up getting sacked and we get out, out of field goal range. And then, you know, the rest is history. But I mean, you know, when you have, and, 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 you know, I think after that game too, I, well, the next day at least, I texted you and I was like, I need DQ gone because mm-hmm. he just – John I mean, hates – Dan, I, w- I want to tell you all something. John hates two people, Dan Quinn and Vic Beasley. Does, never liked either one of them, man. He <laughs> has a hard time even saying those people's names. No, man. No, look. Um, Quinn, I, I mean, I was on board all season because it was th- and things were going well, but they were still mm-hmm. – there was time management issues all season. And, and then you look in, in, in the Super Bowl in the biggest moment, right? I mean, you're in the, you, you're in the Super Bowl and this is down to the, in the fourth quarter, are you going to make the right, I mean, or you're on the headset, right? So you hear these calls coming through. You've mm-hmm. got to know the situation on the field. You got to understand the clock. You got to understand what's left and what do I have to do as a head coach or even as offensive coordinator, what do I have to do? to put the team in the right position to win and close this game out. Cause we are scuffling that. I mean, all the momentum was on, on the new England at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he just and I, didn't do it and he failed. And, I wanna, and he did. And I want to add on to that. Um, we lost that game uh, due to coaching. Um, I'm, I don't claim to be a coach or claim to say that I could have done a better job, but I will tell you this. Um, when you get in a Super Bowl game and you see all those lights and those cameras and those fans and all that pressure, it's easy to buckle. I thought our players played well. I thought our coaches buckled under the pressure of the Super Bowl lights. They couldn't handle it. They started to think in a very, um, in a very silly way. I want to say this, like I, I don't play pool, but just for an example, if I'm playing pool and I have to hit a ball into the corner of the opposite uh, I'm trying to hit it in like the opposite hole on the pool table 
and I'm way at the other end, I'm going to hit that ball hard. I'm going to hit it with some force. But if I'm, if I only have to punch it in, it's right there. I'm going to hit it with some touch. I'm going to hit it with some, I'm going to switch my plan up. That's called common sense. You don't got to be a genius to know that. You switch up things per the situation. You don't have to be a coach to know that. So we were passing all game. Now we have the lead. The time is on our side. All we got to do is run the clock out. Mm -hmm. Why are you still throwing the ball? Like it's beyond my understanding. And again, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I got some common sense and they did not use common sense in the Super Bowl, period. Nope. We would have no, had man. a ring and we would have, yeah. yeah. You see how I said, we like, I'm on the team. That's how you feel about it. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, we would have had a ring. I wouldn't have had nothing, but I feel like I would have had a ring. Would have had a damn parade. We would have had a parade, yeah. And, yeah. But you know, I mean, and, and like the Julio that catch, been amazing. Like Julio's yeah. catch, that should be remembered forever as like that's the catch that secured the yeah. win right there on the sideline. Because yep. I mean that a ridiculous catch. I mean throw it, yep. throw in, throw in. Ridiculous. Catch. So I mean, yeah, y'all go watch that catch again. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Hey, I gotta ask you, did you ever watch the Super Bowl again? Did you watch a replay of it or anything? Um, I'm a, look, sir, I'm gonna be honest. I've said I was gonna do it three times. I never watched it again. So I didn't I'm either. even foggy. I'm foggy I, on what actually happened there. The, the only thing that I do remember is um, I think that we were winning that game because the Patriots hadn't seen a defense that fast and they didn't know what to do. He was getting hit and even Bill Belichick didn't know what to do. But the, the drawback of having a fast defense is when you run all out on every single play, when the second half come, you're tired, your muscles yeah. hurt, you out of breath. When they slowed down, Bill Belichick saw that and took yep. full advantage of it. And we couldn't keep our offense on. That's why we were supposed to be running the ball yeah, to keep exactly. our offense on. And we were throwing the ball, having three and outs, giving them the ball back. That's how we lost that game. But no, I yeah. never could. Uh, it, it, no, I could never watch that again. Me either. I, I, I didn't either. And I, I, um, I, even highlights, man. If I see highlights like, on NFL Network, yeah. I, I turn the channel. Like, I, I can't even yeah, watch. I do it. too. I mean, like, yeah, it's I was. It's kind of silly to watch. It's like, I feel silly. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, had, like, you know, know them people who hit the lottery for a hundred billion and blow it all. Yeah. Like, I feel like that when I watch, like, you, you had it, it was in your hands. You mm -hmm. had the word in your hands and you gave, you was silly. You gave it away. Yeah. I mean, I've never, that. I feel, dude, I couldn't, I mean, like, and it sounds silly because we're talking about a sports team here, you know, right? But if you're a Falcons yeah. fan or if you're a fan of any team, like a passionate fan, you understand. Yeah. But, I mean, I was sick to my stomach, man. Like I couldn't go oh, to sleep. Yeah. I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. And my son, my son was five or six years old at the time and um, six years old, actually. So, and he went to bed at 28, three. And cause I was like, cause I was gonna let him stay up, you know, but he, you know, he, but he, he was getting kind of tired and I'm, and he, I was like, dude, it's 28, three. We're good. You know, like I'd already, I'd already bought in. I'm like, we're not giving this lead up, you know? And so he went to bed. So he woke up the next morning and he came in and he was like, Hey, what was the final score? And I was like, yeah, we lost. And he thought I was joking. He's like, haha, you know, it was, was really the final score. I was like, no, yeah, we actually lost. And I, I was still sick to my six year old. Couldn't believe and, it. And, and, and he started crying, like literally started crying. And I was like, dude, it's okay. You know, and I tried to, cause he knew he saw how much it affected me during the game, mm -hmm. how excited I was and how like, mm -hmm. you know, we all had our jerseys on, we were all going mm -hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? 
And, and so I think it was more as like, he knew how it affected me and, mm -hmm. you know, and like, and he was, that affected him even more. So like, after we got him to school, you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, man, I'm, I might be a bad parent. Like I need to like reconsider, like yeah. maybe, you know, and uh good parent. Cause he's six years old and already a Falcon fan. So I got to yeah, disagree point. with good you. Point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, but, but he's I mean, just explaining to y'all like, uh, you invested. I know it's a lot of memes about that, and we joke about it. You got to joke about it, but uh, yeah. and and honestly, like that's a devastating thing because you're emotionally in it. Like mm -hmm. we gonna do this. We don't have a Super Bowl. Right. We're one of the few teams in the NFL who never had one. For the state of Georgia, that would have been we won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and of course it so was different. It I mean, would have been one, so huge. Yeah, and the you know against the, the one against the Broncos. I mean that felt like to me at least it felt like. We were just happy to be there. Yeah. Like the way yep. the way we yep. beat, you know, Minnesota to mm -hmm. get there. And then like mm -hmm. it was just kind of and then you know, the Eugene Robinson thing the night before with the uh, potential yeah. hookers, whatever the hell that was. Yeah. I mean, like that, that just yeah, alleged. Yeah, yeah. It just did it just didn't feel like I mean on on, on Super Bowl Sunday, like uh, probably 15% of me thought we had a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, and because it was the Broncos mm -hmm. and they were ridiculous, you know, they were ridiculous that year. And so it just didn't, this, this one felt different because, you know, we went into it thinking, man, we, we really got a chance. Cause we, we were the hottest we team. We had the MVP. Yeah. We, had, we the had the MVP. We were the hottest team in the league. And it just, I mean, the way it all went down, I mean, mm -hmm. um, I hope to never, ever experience anything like that ever again. I mean, like no, for any no, of my sports teams, because yes. that was. And I will say awful. this too. I just came to this conclusion the other day. Uh, I ride or die for my team. I love the Falcons. I always be a Falcon fan. I'm never switching. It's nothing like that. But me being honest with myself, uh, in all the sports I've ever watched, Atlanta's the worst second half team. Man. Like we implode on a regular basis in the second half. I mean, from the years I've watched them, and they yeah. will play with anybody in the first half. It'll yep. be the Super Bowl champions, and they'll be right with them, like the first half. It'll be neck. When I, when we we're the get best to the thirty minute team in the league, in the if the game was thirty <laughs> minutes, we would be the Patriots. Oh yeah, like really, we can score with anybody. Our deep something happens in the second half where I think heart comes in, and you don't really want it that bad, or you stop trying your, or you get, or is it conditioning? I have no idea what it is, but we are the worst second half team in all sports I've ever watched in yeah. any sport. Yeah, and in and uh, that that's a good uh, lead into I guess DQ and and Dimitrov because during that time period, that's kind of when that really was like yeah. we couldn't close a game. And John and, is going to drag both of them. Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> forewarn you guys: John is about to drag both of them. Man, I know my man. Go ahead, but, John. But look, I mean, you, I mean, well, even the last year, I mean, dude, that Cowboys uh, onside kick thing. I've never know, seen anything man. in that in my life. Yeah. When you got guys like trying to they like, wasn't you know, gonna, telling me yeah. that you didn't know that it was you, hot potato. Like what what? I mean, like yeah. I mean, you know, so it's amazing. And so, and I think I can't remember who it was now earlier in the season, this after Arthur and his uh, staff took over, but they asked kind of, I think it, I don't know if it was Matt or somebody, but they asked him about what the difference was in practice. And it was like literally the answer was, well, it's we're being challenged. I mean, what the hell were you doing prior? What were you doing before? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what the hell you practice for is to yeah. like, you, you have to practice hard. So the game is 
easy. somewhat easy. I mean, I don't, if, you, if you're just going out there and doing run-throughs, and I mean, look, man, I got a Julio Jones jersey in my closet. Mm-hmm. I'm an Alabama fan. I, I watched him from the time he was at Alabama all the way through. I love the fact that we went up and got him three. Had no problem with that. But the later on in the in the career, man, like that dude didn't see the field. Like he would third down, he's going to the sideline. I'm like, where are you going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you can't play 60 per 70% of the snaps when you're the number one wide receiver. Yeah. And I don't care if the play is for you or not. You're going to command at least two guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to – nobody's going to just man up Julio on third and Nobody. Whatever. Nobody in you're the gonna, league. You're going to have a safety help. You're going to have something. Mm-hmm. So the fact that – you know, and I don't know, look, you know, some players just get the injury bug and they can't shake it, mm-hmm. you know. And then he mm-hmm. had those foot issues. And, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not the man. I mean, like, he – he did what he could have done, all he could have done, actually, to bring us a championship. So I'm not going to hate on him mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But we just, but the fact is, we needed him on the field more um, mm-hmm. during that, during those times. And you know, I mean, and and to re up his contract before he it even needed to be done. And you had Arthur mm-hmm. coming out saying he's a Falcon for life. Like, you can't do that. Like, I mean, you can't do Falcon for life. No, anyone. what you no, but you can't, especially that it's when you, and, and then you're like, okay, you've got two or three years left on your contract. But anyway, here's some extra years and some more money. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like that. I mean, now we found out this year. I mean, that's you know that along mm-hmm. with Matt's contract. I mean, that put us in a pretty bad spot, you know, salary wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I mean, yeah, back to I kind of got off track there with that with Julio, but yeah, I mean, Quinn's teams just could not close the game out. I mean, and it was, you know, we had, I never felt like any lead was safe. I mean, you know, I mean, after Super Bowl, and, I mean, uh, we, we could, we could yeah. be up 42 3 and be like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, we, I don't know because it's coach. And I'm, but I'll be honest, I think a big part of that, I used to hate Mike Smith. I don't want to say, hey, I, I didn't really like Mike Smith. Um, I feel like uh, if y'all ever watch uh, Bill Belichick or uh, Mike Tomlin, um, if they throw you a pass and you drop it, when you run over, they take you out of the game immediately. You mm-hmm. come off the field and they don't look at you. Ain't nobody, ain't no good. They won't even make eye contact with you. You messed up, sit down for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, if you miss a block, somebody's yelling at you. You miss your assignment. Everybody else on that play did what they were supposed to do. And you was in la-la land. Yep. You getting yelled at. Mike Smith. No matter what happened, you could text your girlfriend during the game while during the play if you wanted to. He would have said, what did she say, buddy? What did she say? Like, he doesn't No one. You could drop a pass. He doesn't care. He's going to say, come on, man, we'll get him next time. That's you. That's how you coach high school kids who have who are building self-esteem. You you know what I mean? Because the parents are watching and you don't want to. Yeah. That's not how you coach men. You met you are professional. When you miss a block, sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. You getting yelled at. You have to run laps during the week. You gotta watch film. We well, just gotta be held you, a, right. you gotta be held accountable. Yeah, it's and, no uh, held and, accountable. It's and, it just all but like that, I said, and uh, Dan great. Quinn is a great cheerleader. I think he yeah. should uh he should like bake the kids cookies. Hell of a motivational speaker. He should, he should be a motivational speaker, but you can't coach when you can't discipline. No, no, you got to I mean, coach. You, yeah, I mean, and you, and I mean, the, the coach bro was kind of like the joke because he was, 
you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, and, and they, they love him. They love him. Yeah. And then look, yeah. there's something there's something to be said for letting grown men be grown men, but they've got yeah. to know they've got to know and that it's your team. Yeah, this is your team, and you got to be accountable. And standards. And, yeah. Yep. And this is not this is not on one player. This is on a group of guys coming together yep. and and getting work done. And so, you know, I mean, that's I just after that Super Bowl loss, man, I just thought he didn't have what it takes. You know, the decision making's not there. You know, something something's just not there. And I mean, I knew he wasn't going to be fired immediately, but I thought he should have been gone a lot sooner than he was. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, when Arthur was hired. Great person, by the way. Great oh, person. Yeah. Fantastic dude. Yeah. Amazing I mean, human being. Yeah. Like, no I mean, just to him. Mm -mm, no, just, just to, I mean, he just wasn't right for the head for the, yeah. and maybe he, maybe, you know, maybe he, goes, right. And maybe he gets another he's job in Dallas as a defensive coordinator. Right. And maybe he's, he gets he's a, a Dallas coach. Cowboy defensive coordinator. Maybe he gets a head coaching job again down mm -hmm. the road and maybe this you know he, he might maybe he, does better yeah because yeah. i mean you had to learn right i mean you had to just, yeah. i mean from them from the mistakes and i mean did did you hear did you watch any of um uh hard knocks this year because I, I didn't see i, didn't. I heard i heard Dallas. one clip man i heard one clip and dq was like i literally he dropped like 10 f-bombs in 15 seconds and i was like who is this where was dude? that where was that i was like man I mean, he he was baking I, cookies he was rubbing <laughs> shoulders right like oh. he, where was that? I, 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 that's the one clip I heard. He I probably like, knew the camera man. was on. He had, I, I, I have to believe that you knew the cameras because I saw some players make bonehead mistakes. But yep. Devontae Freeman missed that block in the Super Bowl. Yep. You got to chew him out. You cannot, we can't afford that. Mm -hmm. You have to get cussed out for that. And, and, we, I, and you can't say, man, man, get him next time, Tiger. No, <laughs> no. And well, no. I mean, and, and I mean, the, uh, this year, I mean, like I said, when, when Arthur was hired, like I think you know, we we talked to each other, and we're, we really didn't know what to expect. It was kind of like, all right, no well, idea. I mean, kind of a quiet dude in, in Tennessee mm -hmm. who did a good job with what they had. I mean, hell, but you know, you got Derrick Henry as a running back, you can do a lot of good things, mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, you don't, um, you didn't really know what I mean. I didn't, I haven't I had really zero expect. I know Dean Pease is a hell of a defensive coordinator, brought him back, you know. Um, so I think we were kind of just. You know, uh, we I had zero expectations this year. Just want to see some progress. Want to see the guys get better. Um, one thing that was cool, uh, I saw a clip from practice, and it was um, if you saw this or not, they showed it. I think they showed it on, on ESPN. But um, what uh, was it? Uh, I think Mike Davis. Somebody got a couple yards right, and they get up and like he did like a little dance or a little shimmy or something like that. And author was like, and literally he 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 said, "Oh yeah, great job. You got two fucking yards." Get back. That's what we need. And that's I mean, what like, we need. I mean, and, and I was like, man, that's great. That's what you want to yeah. hear, you know? I mean, and so, I mean, you know, so far this year, I mean, you know, recapping the first four games, I mean, that's the Eagles game. Well, let's, let's preface it with, we've got some, a few really, really good players in a few good positions, Yeah. but not collectively super talented. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've got right. We on, got on, on. Brady Jarrett, yep. Deion Jones, Matt Ryan. Uh, I think you probably put a Luacon. Ridley, a Luacon. A Luacon. Got to put a Luacon. Yeah, nah. Man, I, I just want to say this. Yeah. Um, if I had to judge off of uh, effort alone, he would be the best player on our team. I mean, the dude on every single play, his motor is a hundred percent. That is. dude is a um. He he sets a good tone for. And he's gotten so much better. Like 
and he keeps getting so better, better from year to year. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, I, I could tell he give that effort in practice. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get better. You give that effort in practice. So when game time come, he's terrorizing people. And, he should, and Grady Jarrett is just a terrorist in his own. He should be on the uh, FBI's 10 most wanted. How he, but you, he can you imagine? Can you imagine you put somebody next to him that's oh. like close? I mean, just close. Yeah. You Even know, close, yeah. I mean, it takes two people just to stop Grady, and they right. still can't stop him. And and yeah. I mean, I mean, next to Aaron Donald, right? He's the best, probably. Yeah. Yep. D tackle yeah. in the in the game. Yep. And so, no doubt and, about it. And then I mean, you know, you, you've got I mean, like you said earlier about Vic, you had Vic there for a little bit, who mm -hmm. who walked into and I mean, he got what sixteen sacks that one season. So you know, kudos yeah, yep. to him. You know, you, you don't you don't get sixteen sacks in the NFL without being talented. Mm -hmm. I give you that. Yeah. The, the the problem is if you look at those 16 sacks, they weren't all him bulldozing the left the the, the tackle or the right tackle mm -hmm. or, whatever, or whatever. I mean, it was, you know, he ran into a lot of those sacks. Now, they, now but, I, I just want to say that you guys are crazy if you thought John was really about to give Vic Beasley props. I told you <laughs> it's two people. <laughs> when they mention when we bring them up, Dan Quinn and Vic Beasley, what I'm gonna get is a siren. When those names are mentioned, I'm going to ring the siren and we're going to let John go off. <laughs> no, look, but y'all you know was crazy hey. if y'all thought he was really going to give him a compliment. Look, you know what? I'll happened. do this. I'll do this because I, I, I will say a, a few more things about Vic and then I, I don't think we'll have a reason to ever mention him again. Never again. But, because I, I'm not convinced the man enjoyed playing football mm -hmm. because you, you listen. I mean, and he, he seems like the nicest guy in the world. In his interviews, mm -hmm. literally, like he seems like the yeah. nicest dude in yes. the world. Yes, I yes. don't want my defensive end to be a nice no. guy. No, no, yes, I want, to be an I want you to hurt somebody. Yep, yes, yep. And I want you to great point, I mean, go, great point. Go out and practice and try to, try to kill the dude in front of you. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he had, he had an amazing spin move. But if he didn't yeah. spin the way the tackle didn't go, mm -hmm. that was it. Because yeah. he, 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 he couldn't out muscle no, Russian no. Guy. no, no, he, I mean, he was probably, you know, I mean, I think they, I don't even know. I was gonna say maybe he was playing out of position, but I mean, you either stand him up on the outside or you put him at the defense. You need to be on offense. <laughs> so, I mean, you something. need to be on, no, he's but, fast. He's yeah, a big he fast, fast guy. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a tight end. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I mean, the fact that he went rounds before Grady did, is hilarious. It's because, insane. Yep. I mean, because they're on the same team at Clemson, you know, and um, I don't know. I mean, that is, and that, that, I mean, you know, going back to TD and DQ, I mean, like through that period of drafting players, they, they had, they had some gems they picked out, like Grady being one of those guys, yeah, fifth yeah. round pick. I mean, to, to get him when they got him, Deion Jones. I mean, but then they had some just like, what are you like really trying to outthink themselves? Like, I'm mm -hmm. gonna get this guy from South Richmond, Dakota, yeah, Zico, whatever the hell. And no, dude, like, go to the you got Georgia down the road, you got Alabama mm -hmm. over here, you got all these SEC schools that are putting out ridiculous NFL talent every year. So it's not that hard. Like, you just got to go out and just, I mean, there's, you don't have to outthink everybody in the room or be the smartest guy mm -hmm. in the room. You just got to look and evaluate the talent that you see in front of you. Use your and logic, your use your eyeballs. Sense. Use your eyeballs. Yeah, you just use your and common sense. So, I mean, some of those picks, I mean, like, you know, and, and going back to Matt Ryan briefly, talking about how he hadn't, uh, you know, made doesn't get the props. He when has he ever had an offensive line outside of? So, Okay. Outside of out, look, outside of those first few years when we had mm -hmm. Todd McClure, Harvey Dahl, yep, just nasty dudes up front, Dahl. man. Yeah, just nasty so listen, dudes. 
Here's here's my rant. And whenever we mention Matt Ryan, you you'll hear me go off. So I just want to say this. Um, a big theme around the state of Georgia is that when you talk football, everybody says we got to get rid of Matt Ryan. We got to get moved. He not doing it. Matt Ryan is not doing it. Um, I Doodle just want y'all to know that, yeah, statistically, Matt Ryan is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the sport of football. Um, I believe he's second all time in playoff QBR. So when we lose the playoff game, just know it wasn't Matt Ryan. He's second in the history of the NFL. He is, he's in the top five of damn near every passing category in the NFL history. Um, but ask yourself questions before you critique Matt Ryan. How many – he's been playing for 14 or uh, like 15 years, John. Is it 14? Yeah, 2005, I think he's right? Would have been the first one? Maybe? Yeah, it should yeah. be 2000. So he's been playing for like 14 years. I just want to say this. How many years are those 14 did he have a great coach? Who was his best coach? How many years did he have a good offensive coordinator? How many years did he have a good offensive line? I didn't say great. I'm just talking about just good. Mm-hmm. Who was his best running back? Was it Devontae Freeman or Michael Turner? They know this man. When did he ever have a good defense? Matt defense Ryan is the biggest has thing, been man, to me. on the team where he, they know he's going to throw the ball. He's the only, they put more on Matt Ryan than I think that any other quarterback in NFL history has got, mm. man, you go win us the game. We're not going to, it's going to be a terrible offensive line. You won't have a running back. You won't have a defense. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a shitty coach and you're going to have sh- a shitty uh, coordinator, but go ahead, man. Good luck. Yeah. And right. for that man to put up the numbers he put up, and the wins that we uh, we didn't have Matt Ryan, y'all would be praying for a Matt Ryan. So I just want to say this, last point. Um, be grateful for that, man, because when you look at teams like Washington, uh, Cleveland, who they just got Baker, um, Buffalo, who just got a quarterback, you can go 10 to 20 years before you get a great quarterback again. Yep. So when you get a great quarterback that's putting up numbers, you have to work around your quarterback. There is no, oh, I want him out of there and we just get somebody new. Mm-hmm. We got lucky with Vic to Matt Ryan. That doesn't happen. He was one of the few quarterbacks in NFL history that came in good. It's always a three-year, four-year where this dude got to warm up to being himself. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan been good since day one. Yep. So I want to look- tell y'all, man, he if we didn't have Matt Ryan, we would be a worst with the teams we had. We would be a horrific. Oh, He's God. the only one that gave us a chance to win. He's yeah. the only one that's out there rumbling. This dude is an iron man. He play in every game. He rarely throw interceptions. Uh, the dude is consistent as any quarterback in the NFL, man. Give that man his props and stop blaming him every time we lose a game, man. And you a Buffalo wild wing fan. I want you to know, I respect all people's opinions. But when you get to telling me the extent of your football mind is if we lost, it was the quarterback. I don't respect, man, you the type who just have a jersey because it matched your hat and you had too many beers and you love the wings. I'm not listening to you, man. Go ahead, <laughs> <You're right>. John. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, but, but that's that's that position, right? The quarterback position, You, they normally get more of the blame than they should. When, yeah. they, when they lose and they when probably they and, and probably not as good and probably not as much mm-hmm. of the credit when they win right mm-hmm. and um 
because <clears throat> you got 11 guys on each side that have to do a job. And when you got, like you talked about his line, I mean, like those, those are those early years of his career was the best lines he ever, that he's the had. Best since. Line, yeah. Since. So, I mean, you look at Shanahan's offense was, was the only years ago. Yeah. And Shanahan's offense is the only a caveat I can put to that because those guys are constantly pulling and you yep. know, the way he, the way he, so they, they, they were built a little differently. Throws. Yep. Yeah. They were built a little differently. So I'll, you know, outside of that, that was the best lines that he had his, mm -hmm. you know, his early career and as, and his, the running game Turner. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that was the best running game we ever had, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, Devante and Tevin were a great combo, but I mean, you take them out of Shanahan's offense, what happened? You know, I yeah. mean, and so yeah. it's like, it, it was just, I don't know. I mean, Hey, listen, I, you, I try to tell you people look at Matt Stafford for years. I was trying to tell people that Matt Stafford was a beast. When you look at that man's numbers with the team he got, with the coaching he got, he's putting up 4,000 yards per season mm -hmm. with nothing. Um, they took him off there and they gave him some coaching, a line. He got receivers. He got a running game. He has a defense. I don't know if the Rams have lost yet. If they did, they only lost once. So I'm telling you, if you took Matt Ryan off the Falcons for all those people saying, you, you took him off the Falcons and you put him on the Packers or the Cowboys or or the or like the 49ers or the Rams, you would see a Super Bowl contender immediately. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and we'll, we'll end this on Matt Ryan. Um, this is from the Ryan Michael um, on Twitter. And this is just the since 2012. Okay. Number one in passing yards, 42,861. Number one in completions, 3,776. Number five in touchdown passes, 262. Number two in completion percentage at 67.1. And that's with the, any quarterbacks with a minimum of 2,000 attempts. So, um, and by the way, this screen is that, hey, screenshot that to me and can you text that to me? Yeah, I will. I will. And 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 by the way, yeah. th that's with outside of those years with Devontae and Tevin, like pretty much no running game. And so where the defense is no like None. they're probably gonna throw the ball. And he's yeah. and he's and he's doing this. And you know, obviously he had great receivers. Roddy White was fantastic. Love Julio, Roddy of White. course. Now he's got Calvin. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so you know, it's, it seems like we've always put a, um, we've been great getting some of the skill position players, but like, there's no offensive line. I mean, Jake Matthews, right. He's the best yeah. offensive lineman that we've drafted recently. And just say, I just want to say that and, again. Jake Matthews is the best offensive line that we got in, in recent history that we've drafted He's pretty good at best. I mean, just like, I mean, that's get, really saying going out and getting Alex Mack was great. Cause he was, fan, you know, he was an awesome center. And that was amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, smart that was, center. that was very smart. It was older though. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, but, but some of the guys we drafted, I mean, Peter Collins, my dude's not even, I mean, he lasted like yeah. one year in the NFL yep. and he went yep. first round, I think. Like, yep. how can you, I mean, I, and, and look, it's a crapshoot. The college game doesn't always translate to NFL. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a different game, but I mean, man, I mean, you, 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 when you don't put the emphasis on the offensive and defensive line and we just couldn't, we drafted defensive linemen, but they just, they weren't very good except for Gr mm -hmm. Grady. I mean, like they just couldn't evaluate the talent correctly, you know, and then you, we missed a lot of those. Yeah. And even on the free, even on the free agents we brought in, like, I mean, they didn't hit either. No, so, I mean, it yep. was like, you know, and I mean, the most recent one, Dante Fowler, like he shows up every now and then. Yeah. But it's every now like, and then. Yep. I mean, it's, you know, he's had a few good plays here or there, but he's not out there. Mohamed Sanu, 
and all them like I just uh it just and I, I gotta say this too man um I gotta give a special shout out to Roddy White and uh man and uh Desmond Trufant. Uh yeah. those guys really held us down for a long time on teams that were not that good. Exactly. So you gotta get them their props. Mm-hmm. And I miss Desmond. Yeah, well, just having a man, a corner. I mean, a corner. I mean, I miss him now. I uh, man, he used to. I'm not saying he was a shutdown corner. He was pretty good. No, he, he was, was pretty good. Better than day, what we think we have good. right now. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's and that's. We haven't uh, had one of him since. Yeah, I mean, they drafted Isaiah Oliver, and I mean, good size dude. I was like, okay, he's pretty big dude for a corner, you know. Mm-hmm. Then he couldn't cover nobody. Yeah, you know, for the first two years, but then they put him in nickel this year, looking really good, and he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, damn. So I mean, I felt bad for him because it looked like he was actually coming to his own in that position. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe will he know, be back this year? I think he's out for the season. So, which that's not good news for us. No, it's not. Our secondary cannot afford an injury. No, uh, really can't. Um, I mean, because we'll be looking at practice squad guys, and you know, yeah, and what gotta go but... get Dion, maybe. Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? Who knows? Um, yeah. Yeah, but he'll I mean, be better than who we go get. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I, I mean, overall, I mean, getting close to wrapping up here and looking at the team we have, we've got good. We have we have good pieces to build around. Mm-hmm. The, the obviously the elephant in the room is how long is Matt going to stick around? Mm-hmm. I mean, are we going to you know are we going to? I think the writing is on the wall that this year, next year is probably his last year, just based mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the salary contract. Yep. Yeah, and I mean we're not going to cut him and take a $20 million cap hit. I mean, that's just stupid. I mean, you know, or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, So, you know, whether we draft his replacement and the thing that you have to worry about too with him is even if we do, he's going to be the most professional dude about it. He's going to help that kid, whoever it is, try to be the best he can be, but he's not going to just give up and give him like, okay, it's it's your job. He's going to compete his ass off because as he's gotten older, He's gotten more fiery. He's become more yeah. of a leader. You see him getting in people's ass on the sidelines, like, you know, like you should see, yeah. you know, a quarterback doing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, offensively, though, you, I mean, you got Calvin running backs. I mean, Cordell Patterson, man, what a freaking godsend that dude's yeah. been this year. Yeah, he's been I a mean, great. Yep. I mean, but, you know, you don't know. We got question marks at running back, offensive line question marks. You know, we definitely need some more receiver help with Calvin. I mean, you can look mm-hmm. at holes everywhere. So, I mean, we're I think yeah. we're in a we're in a definitely a, a two to three and, year type uh, of rebuild. But we are, and and I want to say this: the first four games, uh, I'm not so quick to judge them. I don't know what I'm looking at yet. Right. Um, I think that the team, um, when this, is what I want y'all to understand, um, before y'all go say, man, we stuck again. Um, whenever you get a new coach and you get a uh, man, new coordinators, it's all new systems being, so they got to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't play as fast when you got to think about your route or you got to think what you need to do. The more and more you get that, it'll come faster. It'll be more secondhand and you can improvise more. It'll be more smooth. Yep. Um, so I can't judge the, the team. I, I want to say this. I think that, um, We rumbled again in the first half. I've saw some fight in the guys this year, mm-hmm. um, but it got to be for four quarters. And man, we was hanging with the Super Bowl champions. Yep. If you think about that, we was actually rumbling as Super Bowl champions 
And we could have won that game. I think it just, you know, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, we was rumbling hard. And, yeah. and you gotta uh, be I think man, Matt Ryan has played well and uh you really has played well, but I lost see a lot of drop passes, mm-hmm. uh you uh you miscommunications, it's people running the wrong route. All that's to be expected when you learn in the playbook. So yeah. I I can't criticize this just yet. Uh it's only four games. I think this bye week helps tremendously for study. So oh, I yeah. expect us to come back out. It should get better every game. I just want to see some progress. Yeah, exactly. And, and you got to be realistic at the, the the roster that we have. I mean, you can't look yeah. up and down the roster and say, we need to be 11 and five. Well, no, of course you're not going to yeah. be 11 and five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you are, then you then that means every player is, most players will be playing above their heads. And the ones yep. that are stars are, are meeting what their expectations and then some, mm-hmm. and then the coaching is on point as well. So it got to you know, be got, literally everything is perfect. Yeah, and everything is yeah. right. So, I mean, you know, I don't expect the pl- I mean, I don't expect play. I like, I like you said, I just, I just want to see the players get better. I want to see mm-hmm. improvement in the young guys because the guys that we've drafted recently that you know you hope are going to be a part of what you have going forward. That's what I want to see getting mm-hmm. better. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, and I, we, like you said, it's too early to tell. We just gotta, you know, it scared me during the Washington game at the end there because. I mean, mm. dude, it was, that, it was, I, I, I saw Arthur Smith like morph in the DQ over there. Yeah, like I saw yeah. it happening and I was like, what are we doing? Like, we got to, like, why are we turtling all of a sudden? We can't. Have, man, look, man, I mean, like, have some balls. Go have get that first. Go get those first. Yeah. Downs. Like, what about our defense in the first four games yeah. said, you know what? I'm going to put it in the hands of those guys. They can do it. Uh, man, again, I mean, I'm no so, coach, but I, I've heard so many people say when it's crunch time, you put the ball in your best player's hands. Yeah. The best player is Matt Ryan. You let them go try to get a first down. Yeah. He didn't even attempt to try to get a first down. It was like, I want to waste time off the clock and then put it? it on our defense. Wasn't it three Mike Davis runs in a row? It was three. Yeah, it was and and a I, short I, run. It was, yes, it yeah, was three I'm, in a row. I'm like, well, what do you, and then of course, you know, turn the ball and, and I mean, I, I will give it up for Henneke or Tyler or whatever, Taylor Henneke. I mean, love that good dude. A kid, Love man. Him. He, uh, yeah. he showed out, but I mean, yeah, because we, we gave him the opportunity to, I guess. We gave but, him, yeah. I mean, but anyway, I think, you know, I was hot after that, uh, game, but I mean, man, I think, I, man, I lost money. Like I said, when we played the Washington Redskins, all my friends are Redskins. That's where I'm mm-hmm. from. Yeah. All my friends, all my family love the Washington Redskins. So it's a big thing. And I talked so much trash and Matt Ryan did what I, I told her about two minute drill guaranteed. Mm-hmm. I love, I could tell you, I, that's why they call him Matty ice. That's how he got the name two minute drill. I don't know. There's ever been a quarterback in NFL history who can do what Matt Ryan does in the two minute drill. He's, he's got to be up there. Yeah. Um, he gotta be. Um, so when he went and did what he did, I was expecting, I knew that was coming. I wasn't even nervous. Uh, but then, to lose that game, I actually put money on the game. I lost, and I'm like, man, again, a second half. It's hard to be a Falcon fan, man. It really it, is. You, it goes you back have to, to the, be a tough person. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, yeah. I mean, so that's that's what you know. I'm teaching my. You have to love unconditionally mm-hmm. to be a Falcon fan. Like you, you can't have conditional because you'll hate them every week, every week. Uh, but that's how I know I love them because every week I think we're going to blow somebody out. Like I, it just never dawns on me that we're trash. You, you know what I mean? It, it would never well, dawn on me. I mean, it don't, no matter what. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, that way we should end it there. We're not trash. Yeah. <laughs> we're not trash. We are not trash. Like, man, I, like I love, I'm going to tell y'all something, man. I love watching these boys play and I love watching Matt Ryan play. 
I think that um we always have a chance. Yeah, I want to I want to point out something to y'all. We never get ran out the off the field in any game. We always are in the game into the game, the later stages where we get outplayed and we get tired. The we talent catches up every too. single game. The talent catches up. And I just want it, man. We do not, we compete with everybody. We don't get beat bad in any game that we play. Well, that's so the worst thing. Always, it's yeah. good to watch us. Yeah, it's the worst thing in the world, right? If you're watching your team and you and you can just see the quit. You know, you can see their faces. That's, what I, yeah, yeah. that's the worst you thing see, in the world. Yep. You need to see that. So, you know, as a coach, if you can get these guys up and keep them up and get them mm -hmm. get them bought into your plan and your scheme that, you know, this is going to, this is going to work, but you guys got to all buy in like that. Then that's mm -hmm. what, you, that's all you can ask for, for a head coach. You got to get motivated somehow. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so the jury's mm -hmm. out on Arthur Smith. I don't know yet. We'll yeah. And we will, we'll keep talking about that. So um, we'll, we'll end there as far as the actual Falcons content. And, um, yep. but we'll, 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 we'll do say this. So I gave you guys our email at the beginning of the show. I'll give it again before we get out. Um, but <clears throat> as far as interaction goes so we like we kind of said earlier in the pod we started this because we enjoy talking falcons with each other um all the time mm -hmm. and so we figured you all know let's just hey, let's just start a podcast see what happens if we get some listeners i mean great you know we can interact with more people mm -hmm. and we want to just have like a positive platform because i mean and not and i don't mean that we're never going to criticize a team because that's that's just foolish i mean like we're, we're going to be honest yeah. always but it's not yeah. always, it's not going to be, be it's not going to be doom and gloom. Like he's terrible. That guy's ass. Like we're, we're never going to do, mm -hmm. I mean, that, yeah, no. you know, it, you know, occasionally, but no, I mean, it's not yeah, going to be, right. it's not going to be the, the gist of our show. Like we want to just have a positive platform to have a community, you know, to build on a community of Falcons fans that, you know, the more we can interact with, great i mean you know like i said send us emails if you got ideas for shows if you want to comment on something we said something we didn't say um you think mike likes matt ryan way too much way too much can, whatever it is email him. I mean, whatever, it. whatever you want yep. to email him i mean email us we'll read it we'll read it on on our podcast and, and we, um, we want to hear it all it don't matter what it um man we want to have a, a platform where you guys man we all struggle with this together Yep. So we want to hear all the jokes and the memes. I want you to send us the memes. If you got a cool Falcon car, I've seen that. You got a Falcon tattoo. I want you to send us all. If you got a cool Falcon shoe, some socks, no, no matter what it, man, we yep. all in this together and mm -hmm. we love our team. So, uh, but we going, we going to get on them sometimes too. It's only right, you know? Yeah, got and, to. But yeah, but well, we're, we're not, we're not positive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, and look, we're, we're not, we're not, not Murray Poppins and I'm not Murray Poppins. So we going to let it fly sometimes. I guarantee mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And I mean, and you look, and neither one of us are journalists um, by any stretch no. of imagination. Well, um, we both, like I said earlier, we both have our own business. It's our, uh, I mean, we would love to make this our own, yeah. our, our business that <laughs> if it ever grows to the, to the, um, to the height we want it to grow to. But I mean, you know, uh, we down the road, we, we want to have some guests on, you know, we love to have former players, current players, who knows, you know, and that, that's kind of the sky's kind of limit. I mean, as far as how far we can take it. Um, we will have the most fun podcast. I look forward to playing with you guys. So I know it's going to be fun. Yeah. Right. I want to, so, I want to interact with you guys. We're going to have a lot of fun here. Um, it's going to be some stats. We're going to get into all that, but the thing I feel like sets our podcast apart we will have the most fun. I can mm -hmm. guarantee you. we will be the most creative. 
we will do the most things. We will have the most fun, but we need you guys um, in order to make that possible. Um, Absolutely. John going to tell you about the Instagram, the Twitter. You can get at, like I said, anything. If you yep. think I'm being biased um, in a good way or a bad way, tell me. I want to hear what what your argument is, because I'm going to be honest, it helps me. You may make me see something I was unconscious of. Yep. So I'm all open to it. And but man, just yeah, any jokes, any memes, man, we're gonna have a blast with this. Yeah, and we're both open-minded dudes. So I mean, and don't worry about hurting yeah. our feelings because we're not gonna if you if you send us a email saying that, you know, dude, you're crazy, like I'm not gonna cry about it. Trust me. Like we'll be yeah, we'll we'll be just yeah. fine. We'll we'll still sleep at night. So you might okay. have a point. I might exactly. be crazy. You exactly. might be spot on right. So don't be afraid to tell me. It may exactly. make me see. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and then that goes like like Mike said, we need you guys. So you know, if, if you're listening to us on Apple podcast, you can leave us a five-star review, write some nice words, or just leave five stars, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever you feel like, um, that will help us, uh, get easy, be easier to find to other Falcons fans. So when people go to search Falcons podcast, you know, the more five-star reviews we have, the more subscribers we have, the easier it's going to be for people to find us. Um, so I think I just want to stop you there real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you heard what he just said, those are the two things. If you like the show, um, subscribe and five star review. Subscribe and five star review. That's going to help us have more fun. The more people we get to interact with, the higher rated we are. The more fun, the more things we get to do. Absolutely. And that's all we want to. Man, me and John. John is my brother. So me and John will have fun with or without you all. But it'll be <laughs> way more fun with you all. I'm telling Absolutely. you, we get to do the so more, much more with y'all. The yeah, more, the more better. the merrier. I'm telling you, man. So subscribe and five-star review. Each yep. one of those counts. You're helping us a lot. Absolutely. Tell your friends, tell your family, anybody that's a Falcons fan um, that's got time to listen to us, whether they're in your car or you're just at home chilling and you got, you know, you want us to us before the game. Because look, we want to do, our goal is to do some previews of the upcoming games and then do like a recap of the previous week. So that's, mm-hmm. we would like to do two per week. That's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. There may be some weeks depending on our schedule. Um, you know, like I said, we're both busy. Uh, my kid plays travel baseball, so it's a constant, uh, it's a constant grind with him. Um, but, uh, but so it's, but that's, that's really our goal is to, is to get you know, two shows a week. And then even in the off season, I mean, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep going. We're not gonna, I mean, it may not be every yeah. week, but we're going to keep going for sure. Cause there's always, you know, the NFL season never really stops. I mean, there's always, so there's always talk again. And so again, we need your help. Uh, well, if you got a topic idea of ways that we could switch or something you want us to address um, or a skit idea, we want you to tell us that. 100%. It could be like a portion of the show that you made up for us. Mm-hmm. So if you got a creative idea that you think would improve the podcast, tell us. We are open to all that, man. I'm not yep. sensitive. John is not sensitive. We're here to have fun with you guys. That's the main thing. Yep. When, uh, I appreciate y'all taking time out to listen. But it got to be fun. I don't want no boring podcast where I'm just spewing off. Or John just, it's more fun the more you guys get to interact with us. Yep. So we are taking all comments, all suggestions, everything. Yep. So subscribe and five star review. Yep. Over and over again. And look, our, uh, I'll say our email address again it is atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. And your Twitter handle is out of your is o-u-t-t-a your f-n mind and then on instagram it's just out of your falcon mind all one word out of your falcon mind yes 
And I was, Mike came up with that uh, that fantastic name when we were trying to we figure it out. Shirt. Now we got a good shirt. Yeah. Man, okay. We, 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 we do some merchandise and do some giveaways. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So, we got y'all, man. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, guys, we hope you enjoyed the first episode here, uh, episode numero uno of Out of Your Falcon Mind. And we got plenty more to come. Um, but, like, you know, like, like we said before, go tell a friend, subscribe, five star review as much as you can. And we will keep bringing you content uh, week after week. Mike, you got anything else to say, buddy? Um, if you tell a friend, you will be blessed. If you don't, you will be cursed. I got to leave you. That's with it. That. You know what I mean? Hey, That's John, it. man, we got it done, man. We've been trying to do this forever, John. We got it done, buddy. We got it done. First even, even And I mean, even though we had to can the first one because of just. Yeah. I think this one went a lot. We will better. look back on this. We will look back on this one day and know that this is where it started, buddy. I Absolutely. Guarantee. Absolutely. So, all right, guys. So, Dirty Bird Nation, man, we appreciate y'all uh, listening and we look forward to interacting with you and just having a blast going forward. I love you guys, man. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Out of your fucking mind, episode one, we done. Peace. <laughs>